never wanting you to let me go Especially when they turn up and try to get me to forget who I am and you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you Never wanting you to let me go Especially when they turn up and try to get me to forget who I am and you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you Never wanting you to let me go Especially when they turn up and try to get me to forget who I am and you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you Never wanting you to let me go Especially when they turn up and try to get me to forget who I am and you It be like they want me dumb when it come to you Always trying to keep me silent like that Owen too Brighter days coming, I can see it dawning We weather the storm right now Water for my garden, blessing keep falling And it keeps pouring down Let it rain, let it rain, let it rain, let it rain This podcast is not a substitute for counseling therapy Nor is it a sermon or teaching production It is intended for informational purposes only And is purely conversational some things are Some not things better left unsaid. I'm your co-host Ishan Burgundy, and I'm co-host Zara Hairston. From relationships to religion, let's discuss taboo topics. Transparently. All engine running. Peace, y'all. Hold up, let's get this set up together. Can I hear you, husband? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. You gonna try to? You gonna try to do it outside again today with the flies? Nah, we should be good. We should be good today. Okay. Okay. He gonna try to do it outside again with the flies, y'all. Let me see. There we go. All right. Peace, y'all. Welcome to Transparency, the podcast. Salute. Salute. We already talked about you know us getting started but my husband also likes to just say a word and honor the most happy to get started as well so i'll let you go ahead and do that yep. yes indeed all praise all honor and all glory be unto the most high we thank you for this opportunity to be with y'all and um yeah we just want to glorify him and make sure that he's honored in everything that we do hallelujah praise y'all all right, y'all. So, um, before we get started, every time I say started, I hear my daughter because on our family channel, it's called a Better Day Family Channel. If you look, um, if you go to this YouTube page and hit channels, you'll see a Better Day Family Channel. My oldest, she does drawing. Like a dope, 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 dope artist. Like she's Real dope. like she's amazing. Like she's so, so amazing. And sometimes I'll feel a little hurt because y'all love the Better Day show, the cartoon, but she feels like she don't get that much love on her little drawings. So if y'all could just show my baby girl some love with her drawings too, because she is a phenomenal artist. I mean, like, she's just a phenomenal artist. And for the most part, it's just a gift y'all has given her. Put her in classes and stuff like that to help advance that gift and that skill, but she kind of just had it naturally. Heart art, but anyway, her videos start off like that. She goes, Before we get started, um, but before we get started, we just wanted to thank the patrons who support um, Transparency the podcast on a monthly basis. We sent out a notice to you all letting you know that the vlog is no more. We're gonna guard our private life and our private space at this time for personal reasons. Also, it affords us more time to work on the cartoon. And so you should have already gotten that notice of support. It would just be to support, you know. We've said already not to support just to get something in return, even though we know that there are, there are certain perks available. But, you know, we thank those of you who still stuck around and want to support. And now you're supporting not just the podcast, but our cartoon as well, because it is, y'all, it's like the work of like 100 people. <laughs> like, 
watch cartoons on TV and you see the, the credits at the end and it's just, just going on for two and three minutes, all these people, that's five of us doing that by ourselves. So it's a lot, a lot of work. A lot, a lot of work. Um, so now if you are a patron of the podcast, you're supporting all of the energy and the resources and the time that it takes to write those episodes, record them, edit them, package them, produce them, post-production. And make sure y'all check them out, the cartoon, if y'all haven't checked it out. Make sure y'all, y'all check out the show if you haven't already seen Everybody might not be on. So you can check it out if you, like I just said, if you go to the channels mm-hmm. and you hit channels, a Better Day Family channel is there. Um, you have a lot of wind, like yeah. so much wind, I can't really hear you all that great. What about now? That's better. All right, so that's it for the announcement. Yeah, I don't know why my husband has he has this insatiable desire to sit outside for these live broadcasts. Uh, first live. I just want to show the air. This is not a controlled environment, so so we put these out in our audio version. Five, Google Play, so they're going to get to hear all of that wind and stuff. <laughs> all right, let me go in the house. You want to hold it down while I make this transition? You want me to just I'm turn sorry, your camera bro. off and just let me know? Okay. Yeah. I'll just let you know. Okay. So my husband will return. Um, it's important for us, for those who listen to the audio portion and they cannot join us live and they only listen by audio to be able to hear it well. So it's a good idea for the wind to not be in there because, you know, we get some complaints from y'all about certain things and some of them we ignore and we like, you can go ahead and go back to where you came from. But then other people who are, you know, it's the spirit of the most high with them. We're like, oh, let's fix that. Yeah, if I listened to about 50 minutes of audio and I kept hearing wind, that would bother me. Or I kept hearing certain noises that would bother me. So he will return. And then we're going to get into the topic of this podcast episode, which is professional overthinker. And it's so awesome to join you in the morning. I don't like to say the word morning because morning, what that means, uh, you know, typically you associate that with death. So I don't like to start my day off saying good death. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I say happy new light or, you know, happy new day. We have a new day. But it's like we have a, a a new day show, like a show at the top of the day now instead of in the evening. So you kind of start, get your day started with us. So in the comments, share with us what you think we're going to talk about before we get in into it. And I'll just briefly say peace to a few of y'all. So peace to Yannick Jacqueline. Um, peace to K Dash Mike. Peace to Cassiopeia Houston. Peace to uh Gedal Yahoo Yasharel. Peace to Loved by Yah. Oh Shalom first time here. Welcome. Peace to Karima Foster. Oh, thank you, Cassiopeia. Cassiopeia says, my son loves her drawing videos. Thank you. I will tell her because her little feelings be hurt sometimes. She'd be like, oh, all the um people love the Better Day Show and we get so many views on there and my videos don't get a lot. And I'm teaching her how social media works that just because you your videos are not necessarily popular by number does not mean that y'all didn't give you the gift and that the gift isn't beautiful. Some people just, they don't appreciate art or they don't, they don't appreciate its beauty. They don't recognize it. And so that doesn't mean that you're not doing a phenomenal, beautiful job and you're not an awesome, you know, uh, artist. It's just, that's how YouTube works. People like things that make them kind of feel better or that entertain them. Um, and sometimes people feel like, you know, drawers might not entertain them. So I've been having that conversation with her so that she's not pulled and swayed in determining her validation by popularity or opinion, public opinion. But man, y'all, we ain't have to deal with that as much when we grew up with YouTube and social media. Well, when I grew up, 
um, that wasn't my childhood. There was no Facebook and Twitter and all those stuff like that when I grew up. And so we didn't have to deal with that. And um, everyone kind of um, validating something by a number, attributing whether something is yeah, or I should even listen to it by looking at the number count before or the view count before I watch it. And that determines whether it's good. And teaching my children, that doesn't determine whether something is good, okay? So, yeah, thank you for the love. Um, Randy Powell says, Shalom, peace, shalom. Um, Randy Powell, Femi Ifatha says, Shalom. <laughs> Randy Powell says, I hear you. We say good day. And Miss November 68 says, Peace and blessings. Peace. If you're just joining us, uh, my husband loves to sit outside. And we love outside, we love the sunshine and all of that, but it's not a controlled environment, which sometimes can create a lot of feedback noise for the audio version of this podcast and even the live version. So um, he's trying to find another area to sit where he can appreciate the aesthetics because aesthetics are very important to him. And so he's trying to find that now and then he will join us and then we can get started. And he's right back on the, the couch again, so, okay. <laughs> I was trying to avoid the, the couch. Why? Because the children are playing, they can be loud. And, you know, I want to just be away from it all. But unfortunately- They can take a break and go outside. I mean, they're outside, but you know, they can be loud. You know how your children are. My children, my children. Well, thank you for coming into our lives and helping me with my children. and being a father for my children. You oh, know? no problem. No problem. It was my pleasure. You know, anything I can do <laughs> to help out. All right, y'all. So let's talk about it. It's all in your head. I've been talking for a little bit. So go ahead and you can uh, go ahead and share your perspective and get the ball rolling with this topic. Yeah, well, I'm not sure what you've already uh, mentioned. Um, I haven't said anything yet about the topic. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Well, yeah, it's all in your head. For me, on this journey of healing that I'm currently in, and uh, you know, having the kind of wife that I have, who's very intuitive, and who is uh, how do you want to be referred to? A coach? Thanks for calling you a coach. Oh, hold on, real quick. Hold on, real. Quick. My bad. I had to go into mom mode real quick. Oh, okay. So I'm an author, a couch, a couch. I'm an author, a couch. I'm an <laughs> author, a coach, and um, a counselor. Okay. And so some people don't know the difference between the two. So a counselor um, is basically helping you work through some kind of issue that you're maybe trying to get healing from, whether it's grief, it could be an addiction counselor, it could be all kinds of counselors, trauma, all that. Coaches usually have like a set pathway. They have like a um, certain path with steps. And every time you meet with them, they're working on this thing to achieve a certain goal. I love coaching more because I like to do work to resolve issues as opposed to just talking about them if it is not grief or trauma related. Um, with that, you can just talk and go on. And those sessions don't necessarily have an end date. You know what I mean? Like they kind of go until that situation seems to be resolved and you can't put a time on that. You can't put a time stamp on that. But with coaching, you can't put a time stamp. And with coaching, I'm like, we got 17 to 24 sessions to work this out. And we're going to take this time. And in each session, we're going to build until we get to that goal. So that's a little bit of what the um, the difference is. And I, prefer, I like counseling, um, but I'm not counseling right now, but I prefer coaching because I think it, um, it affords me more time to help more people um because with counseling i can't help as much people because i never know when that may end with a particular person but with coaching i can schedule it a lot better because i know between this time and this time we'll be done and then i can help another group of people so right right indeed indeed and so with you um knowing the things that you you know having the experience that experiences and experience that you have and the degrees 
that you have. Um, you've been operating in this space for a very long time. Yeah, over um, 10 years. Over 10 years. Yeah, over 10 years. Oh my gosh. It's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. And so with me and my own personal journey, I have my own personal therapist now. Um, but that wasn't the case, well, you know, for years of our marriage. Um, we've been married this year, it'll be 15 years. So for the bulk of our marriage, I have been um, operating off of a lot of trauma and me trying to just, you know, when, when you go through a lot and you have a lot of traumatic experiences as, as a kid, um, you don't necessarily know how to maneuver if, you know, and as a regular person in normal, a normal person in normal scenarios or circumstances, um, a lot of times you bring baggage along with you because of things that you didn't understand when you were in your youth when things happened. Um, so with, with, with that being the case, as you, uh, you know, you, you, you just find it hard to, 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 to navigate certain things. And so when you get clarity, when you're able to go back and uh, make sense of some of the things that you experience, it helps you move, you know, from, from that point on in life. And so, like I said, having the wife that I have, you know, she, she, she uh, has been dropping nuggets, you know, for a long time now. And one of the things I learned from her, learned from you, um, is that when you don't have uh, clarity on some of the things you went through, that thing, that misunderstanding can almost be like held against you. Like you're, you're, you're not understanding that thing can be, you know, used against you, you know? And, um, Clarify what you mean by used against you. I mean, by the we enemy? All know, yeah, we, we, we all know the enemy works through suggestive thoughts. Right. That's one of his main tools he uses, a suggestive thought. He'll bring a thought in your head. And if you don't watch that thought in the word and if you don't, you know, line that thought up with the word, you can, you know, end up believing a lie. And so. I'm going to make it simple. When I was young, I told you this story and I was a part of his dance group. And uh, I, I used to think I was doing my thing, man. Like I was, I was putting in work. You know what I'm saying with this. With why this don't dance we just? Group. Why don't we just pause real quick and you just share some dance moves? Like, all right, let me do that. Show let me us, just show y'all like what, what this really is. Just show us. Just show us real quick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me put the video up here because I got a video of him, y'all. I recorded him dancing in the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, ball. you do. Yeah, you do. You I do. can show I'm, it. You, can I show it? I can't show it after this well, story. You show that video right now? I, I, I kind of want can. to show it. Yeah, you after can. After you finish you the can. story. I can't. Okay. Yeah, While you yeah, talk, you I'm going to find it real quick so I can download right. it. So, um, so, yeah, I was young. I was in the dance group. Right? I probably was like 11, 12 years old. And uh, I'm in this dance group. But I was, I was self-conscious about my dancing, though. Like nobody, you know, no, nobody gave me a look or anything. I was doing my thing and I was like looking at the faces, trying to see if anybody would give me a look and let me know if I'm doing it wrong or if I'm not really, you know, putting in the work I think I'm putting in. And I didn't get that, you know what I'm saying? So every time we would have our rehearsals, um, I would just get in there and I would do my thing. And then one time, one of the, one of the older guys, who uh, was in the dance group as well. And he was like a bully type, you know, he would always bully everybody. He would be talking to this person and then not talking to them. And then he's talking to you and expects you to talk about them with him. 
he was that type of person, a type of person who just started trouble. He was a troublemaker and he was like a comedian. And so he, he, he commanded attention and he just kind of misused uh, people's emotions and stuff, you know, calling people names and doing all this stuff. But anyway, he was popular. He played basketball and a lot of people, you know, wanted to be friends with him. So they took his word. Why are you laughing? Because you're looking at that Girl, video. I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, my husband's going to get to the point of this story. When he gets to the point, you'll understand why I'm laughing because he could dance. But because of, go ahead, just tell the story. But I found it. It's it's from it's from a minute ago. I didn't know it was this long ago. But I found it. And I'm going to, I'm pulling it up while you tell your story. So go tell your story so I can show the people that you could dance. All right. So <laughs> one day, me and this guy, like I told you how he was. Me and this guy, me and this guy gets into an argument about something, um, and out of his mouth comes the thing that I never ever wanted to hear. I was so, you know, almost like deathly afraid of hearing out of somebody's mouth. And he said it. He said, "Man, you can't even dance." And I heard the echoes like dance, dance. And it just hurt my heart to hear him say that, you know. It destroyed in me all hope that I had of being a good dancer because I had feared something and then it came out of his mouth. Now, I don't know. I, I guess you could look, that, look at that as um, a traumatic experience to a degree. But I'm just using just a simple example to try to drive home the point. So once he said that, and what I thought was confirmed out of his mouth, I just believed it wholeheartedly. See, before I just thought it, but I didn't really have any proof. When it came out of his mouth, I felt like that was proof. And so I believed it and I held on to that for my entire life. And it burdened me and it held me down. It just made me nervous and made me scared to ever dance in public because of what he said. Because what he said, I felt like validated what I already believed. What are you about to say? No, it's saying I got to convert it. It's saying I got to convert it. But hold on, I have another way to do it. What? And so, and, and so the point is that certain things can happen in our childhood and they can haunt us, you know, for our entire lives until we go back and correct our thinking about those things. And in doing that, you can get freedom from some things, you know, you can explore why you felt like that. You know, because before I thought it was what he said. But when I started to explore what happened, what really happened, a lot of times we go through things and we just remember them. We remember these little isolated incidents in whatever frame that we've given them throughout the years. And so we'll say, oh, yeah, I remember this happened and such and such and such and such. But we never truly explore that thing. That's one thing I learned from my wife, how to explore the things, the stories I tell about my past. Explore and think about the parameters like what happened around that thing not just what happened because you know a lot of times we tend to just remember things they're isolated incidents and they're just in a box but what happened around that and when i started to think about you know that instance for that that situation for instance i was like wow it wasn't what he said it was what i, I had already thought about myself and i felt like what he said validated it so that gave me a way out because I was already shook. I was already scared about not being, not meeting the, the standard of a good dancer for, for people. And, and then you go deeper than that. And then you see, you know, it's an element of people pleasing there. Ready? Get it. Get it. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not letting me convert it. I could just get it. I only hear the audio. Yeah, are you sure you want like, me to show this? Because I don't want you to be mad. Because you know how you are. You be like, man, never mind. I should have changed my mind. Nah, I'm good. I'm I'm not. It, it's not a. Before you know, it was a thing, but it ain't, it ain't really a thing no more. So I don't know. All right, y'all. So this plus, is the official thing. Plus, plus, I was you know I was being funny. 
I mean, yeah. my skills is in there. But we, but we wasn't really dressed that day. We, we look a little rough, and you know how you are about that. Because your son jumped in the video, and he looked a little rough. His knees is ashy, and he looked a little rough. And you know how you be about that. Man, it's all good. This is Transparency the Podcast, ain't it? Transparency the Podcast. We being transparent. Come on, man. We all ashy some days. And if you not, if you if you claim you ain't ashy some days, you're living a lie. You're living a lie. Uh, so go ahead. Uh-oh. How did that happen? It's it's an MOV for some reason. I don't have time to change it until an MO4. So I'm going to just share my screen. MO4? I mean, y'all, I said I'm an author, counselor, and coach. coach. I said an MO4. Okay, let me explain something to y'all real quick. So yeah. we had a little bit of an emergency last night. Yeah. And we had like a a little bit of a flood, literally just water pouring, just pouring, just just yeah. and, and it wasn't and, yeah. and and when I don't like to say morning, but and when we well, got yeah. up, um, and so it's just been consistent. <clears throat> it started at like what three in the morning? About uh, about two in the morning, uh, something like that. It started about three in the morning. No, like one, one, one. And it one, just and, going. You know. And we were calling for help and nobody was responding and just water. Can you just, it's just pouring. And we're yeah. going upstairs. Like, did somebody leave the bath on upstairs? We go upstairs, the bath is not on. No water is on upstairs. And we're like, why is this water just pouring? Like, all over the place. And we're like, we can't go to sleep because we can't go to sleep with water just falling everywhere. And we're, we're trying to contact the person who's responsible to get it fixed and they're obviously it's you know the wee hours in the morning and the wee hours so they're asleep and so that threw us off on top of that we were trying to get a better day show episode out to y'all by yesterday and it just didn't happen because of that and some other things and so i'm a little I didn't really get the proper rest. I'll say that. <laughs> so I'm twisting my words up right now. Likewise. So yeah, we were a little sleepy and you know, yeah. But I'm gonna just go live on record. My husband said that I can share this, that he's okay, that he's aware that my son is ashy and that he's aware that we look a little rough in the video. Now, some of y'all that are extra religious we were in the mall. This is not a song that we have downloaded or saved. Uh, I don't think it's anything necessarily inappropriate in the lyric, but we were in the mall. And I just was like, dance. Because my husband, y'all, <laughs> y'all know him as somebody totally different online. In actual life, physically knowing him, he busts out and he just starts dancing in the stores, the grocery <laughs> store, the clothing store, the farmer's market. like. He'll just start busting out dancing like I'm about to show y'all in this video. And I'll stand there. <clears throat> and so sometimes I will I will just stand there like, and other times I'll be like, get it, get it, get it. And then he's like, it all pumped up. And then my son jumps in, which is what you're about to see. So I'm just gonna go ahead and um I'm gonna just I have I'm gonna have to share it this other way. But I won't be able to see it, which is whack. So he told the story, and now we will show you an example. And y'all let us know: Can he dance? He he don't <laughs> dance for y'all. He don't dance for y'all. Um, he don't even dance in none of his music videos. This is the first time y'all about to see it. But y'all let me know: Can he? I think he could dance. He still in his mind sometimes believes that he can't. But we as a family have seen him and we think that he can dance. So, all right, it took me a minute to get it together, but let's see. All right, this is a window. Yo, I'm genuinely like full of joy right now. Like, it's not letting me share it. Maybe, really? yeah, it's. You can finish talking and I can get the um, MP4, then I can share it. But if you wanted to talk about some tools and some tips that you've used to help process your thoughts, um, why you think it's important to even process them in the first place. I know you talked about that a little bit, but just talk a little bit about um, 
the part of when you're when you're on the path to start correcting your thoughts to processing the things that you thought were truths and then you realize this was a lie the whole time the backlash you get with that the people that may not understand that i work with people all the time <laughs> excuse me and they're doing really well and the place that the point where they get really distracted and they um because i i share with them what's called the chain cycle and they kind of shrink back and they regress and they go back to believing and accepting and adopt and uh kind of like living in those lies they have adopted is when the people around them are still living in lies and yeah. then they uh make them feel wrong for trying to get their healing or they make them feel they gaslight them. If you want to even talk about gaslighting, and now you're questioning if your reality that is true. Like the the reality that was a lie. Nobody right. wanted you to question that. They're like, you right. can stay in that, stay in that right. with me. But when you yeah. start questioning the reality that is a lie, and you see the truth, now you get penalized for it. So talk a little bit about that that process. So, I think personally, that a lot of times in life or with with our past as people with our past we either romanticize it or it's just like the worst thing ever you know what i'm saying like it's rarely it's been my experience it's rarely any like middle ground with things that happen in the past that are that are serious either it's um, oh, this was such an amazing time. This was such an amazing experience. And it has this e euphoric value to it. We're like, oh man, you remember that? Oh, that was amazing. Or it was, yo, whew, it was tough. It was difficult. It was the hardest time in my life. Oh man, I'll never forget that. You, you know, it's either those two, in my opinion. And so when it's like that, when you actually explore it a lot of times not every time but when you actually explore that thing that you're talking about and you think about what happened around that you start to see it for what it really was and not just how you remember uh, it yeah or how you thought or how you were even told or how it was shaped or how for you, you even told right and, and and a lot of times things can be shaped for you by your parents by siblings, by, you know, teachers, you know, things that happen in your life, you know, you have your perspective, but then you have the perspectives of other people that was there. And sometimes, you know, you can pick and choose with which perspective you're going to believe. But when, you know, like I said, when you sit and you think about it and explore it and think about it in detail, you get a better understanding of what actually took place and what actually happened. And man, as opposed to what you were just given like somebody think about it this way or this is how it happened and you just adopt that and you say oh this is how it happened and you don't even have your own frame of mind you haven't even processed your own experience apart from what that was for someone else and then we yeah. just regurgitate what we were given yeah yeah we just regurgitate it and just say you know we we have it we have it you know, mapped out and, and, you know, queued up in the back of our head. Anytime that thought comes up, we, you know, normally, you know, say it how it's been rehearsed in our head, but that may not be the truth. And so that's what a lot of things, man, you know, like they have, um, they've, they've shown, you know, I've, I've seen studies where, you know, they'll, uh, they'll have a scenario happen and they'll have like five people to witness the scenario. Yet when they go back and ask these five people what happened, they all got five different explanations as to what happened. And then they go back and show the video and you find out like almost everybody's wrong in some regard, not everything. You understand the gist of it, but they have different elements that they didn't get right. I don't know if they were wrong. I just think that people see things from different perspectives. It's just like if you have a like a say a, a balloon and the front of the balloon is round but the back of it is a heart and the person on this on this the front is like no it's round and the person at the back is like no it's a heart they're actually both right it's just that i'm seeing it from this angle and because i'm seeing it from a different perspective than you it can seem like i'm wrong to you and so um that's when someone can come in who has like a non-biased perspective who may be in the middle of the room and be like 
you saw this part and that part is correct, but this part is the part that you missed or you didn't see. And I think that's what happens when we're able to process our thoughts is we can see the parts that we missed. You know what I mean? Somebody may tell us we're seeing it wrong or we may be seeing it wrong or we may only see it in part. That's why the scripture talks about you only know in part. A lot of things we really only know in part, like we really need the wisdom of the most high or people that are anointed and who have a gift and a skill to counsel, to listen, who have like a, a gift of an anointing of wisdom. You sit down with them and you're like, whoa, I didn't even see that because they actually can see it from all angles. The gift that Yah has given them helped them see it all the way around when you only can see a slice of it. So I don't, I wouldn't say that they're wrong um but i think that people just see it differently um yeah. now they lie and they wrong you know we've heard of people that just flat out lie and say they saw something they didn't see um but i don't know talk a little bit about why you feel like they might be wrong well the reason why i say wrong and i absolutely agree with what you're saying i think that happens you know i mean 90 percent of the time you know you're going to see something whatever you see or whatever you witness whatever you experience is going to be from your perspective and if you're not privy to another perspective yeah you know you're going to miss something um, also also if i can just add this is this is what you might mean this is what you might mean correct me if i'm wrong if your frame of mind this is why i'm a mindset coach when my when i coach i help people correct their mindset because if you have a faulty mindset you're going to see everything wrong and so in that case, you are saying it wrong. Um, so I think sometimes for, uh, and I'm not talking about like a car accident or something like that, because usually you can see what's happening, but a personal experience and emotion, something that had an emotional effect on you, two people might see that totally different. And so if someone is living from um, an unhealed place or an unrepentant heart, you can try to talk to them till you are blue in the face. They will, They just will not see the truth. They will just will not they can't see it because their mindset is broken and so yeah. in that case you are right um people can can see it the wrong way if they're unhealed and that's why we have to be careful believing unhealed people that leave us comments on youtube or that give us advice you know before you receive advice or you receive some comments or you receive some kind of understanding that somebody is trying to give you test the spirits is this a healed person is this a whole person like check it out because if they're not whatever they're telling you they could be perceiving it in error they could be seeing yeah. it wrong yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's like that's, yeah that's like marriage advice from someone who's never been married or right. you know uh pregnancy advice from someone who's never been pregnant uh, you know you got to question what these people tell you you know because yeah. you know it could just be something they heard and it may or may not be true um well you know you I gotta be what, careful what, with that you know you gotta be careful with that one you know people be like well paul wasn't married and he gave marriage advice you know people love to say that and i'm like paul didn't give marriage advice well he did, <laughs> he did. I, well it wasn't really advice he, he he said what he knew to be true you ain't have to be married to know that if somebody's married now they have an obligation to their wives or their their, yeah. their, their spouses mm -hmm. um but he didn't tell you how to act or behave in a marriage you know what I'm saying? He, in he in some instances, people can say he was, but well, the point that you're then, making is still true. Whether people want to say that about Paul or not, we need to be careful taking advice from people who haven't already led the way in that. Like, indeed. if I have never in my life scuba dived, and you've never in your life scuba dived, and you telling me we're going to go into this deep ocean well, we don't even know the floor is just open we don't even know how deep it goes let's go out here on this boat and i'm gonna show you how to scoop it up wait hold up you never been scooped and you want me to go hold up what like i would be a fool to trust this person so it's like why do we do that in our lives where people you've never been married you don't they don't really have a successful relationship um they don't really have too many healthy relationships around them but they have all the advice in the world for you and for your marriage and for your family it's like how and just because somebody's been married for a long time doesn't mean that they have um wise advice either because people some people could be in marriages and they're miserable they're not happy they don't even like their husband or their wife they're not um it's not a marriage of fruit but then they'll you know you're like no but I, they've been married for 20 years i'm gonna get no check test the spirit 
we have to make sure that the ruach is there before we start adopting principles and systems from someone who they haven't grown in that thing they're not ahead of us in that thing they haven't already achieved certain milestones and now they're supposed to teach us you know what i mean yeah, it's like yeah, that don't yeah, make sense. Yeah. no that's that's a fact but so the point that i was making though with the uh Hold on. I said, I said people can be wrong. I finally well, got it. It exported. Hold on. Let me say this before we get into that. Because that's... Okay. Um, so, the, the reason why I said people, they, they may be wrong, or, you know, they are wrong, was because it's like this scenario. If, if somebody is standing outside of a store and they observe someone go into the store and make a purchase. Let's say that's the scenario. So you got five people standing outside the store and they're all watching this. And okay, here you go. No, I had to upload here it. I didn't know what I was playing. My bad, y'all. I, I, I was just getting it ready. I was just getting it ready for y'all. I was just getting it ready. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I'm sorry. I didn't, <laughs> mean, I didn't know it was showing. My bad. Sorry, my bad. I didn't even know it was showing. I didn't see that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Husband. No, I saw that. So, so you're uh, five people standing outside the store. You're looking into the store and you're watching this play out. And so the guy goes in, guy or girl, they go in and they grab a bag of chips. They put it on the counter. They go grab a, a, a bottle of water. They put it on the counter. They go get uh, a bar of soap. They put it on the counter and then uh, the guy rings it up. He gives him the money. The guy takes the things that he's purchasing, puts it in the bag, gives him the bag, then gives him the change. That whole scenario happens. Five people watch it. Now, after it's over, the interviewer goes and asks all five people what happened. And, other, and people got different stories. People say, okay, he walked in and he got the uh, bar of soap and he put it on the counter. And then he got the bag of chips and then he got a bottle of water. Now, that's wrong. But and that that's how they remember it. Another person said, "Oh yeah, he got the uh, he got a bar, he, he he got a bottle of water first, then he got the bag of chips, and then he got the, the so, and then he put it on the counter, and then he paid for it, and then the guy backed it up, and then he and you know it, it's it's like it can be three or four different ways that people see it. You understand what I'm saying? Like they yeah. they may see it in in in, in a different." Uh, in a different order. Now, they, they may remember everything that happened, but they may just remember it in, in, in another order. And so that's possible in life. You know what I'm saying? And so you got people around you and they're telling you, no, this happened. You're like, no, I don't really remember it that way. They might, you know, give you a certain understanding that's, that belongs to them, but it may not be what really happened, but they could be passionate about it. And so when you take time to just you know, think about what happened in your past and the way it happened, the way and, and, and remember it correctly. You know, it can just help to give some understanding and to give some clarity where before it was cloudy, you couldn't understand it, you didn't know why it happened. And that's one of the healthy things that I think is uh, that, that comes out of therapy. And, and people would hear the term therapist therapy you know especially religious people and they just really want to run from it because they think there's some type of mind control involved and you know hypnosis and all the stuff that's in the world you know that that comes with that whole that 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 people attach to it the narrative that they give to it but in reality what's been my experience is it's an opportunity to actually think through some of the things that you that you've been through and process those things for what they really are, not what they're romanticized to be, not what they're, uh, 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 you know, made to made to seem like by other people, even by your own self. You really explore and you think about it for what it really is, and it brings clarity and is 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 very helpful, very helpful yeah. to say, oh wow, this is why I, you know. Yeah. So now let's debut your your dance. Um, I have it prepared. If y'all saw my eyes going everywhere and I'm doing it, I was trying to export it. Thankfully, it was a short clip, so I could export it while we were doing this. So again, we look a little rough. 
slow ash going on in this video and the song is not a song that belongs to us or one that we would uh download or have in our home but we were at the mall and we had a fun moment so for you all that are extra religious and you like to judge everything this may be the time for you to tune out but if you're not enjoy this transparent moment let it give your heart a little bit of joy because ishan never shows this part of himself in a music video alive nowhere on his other channels he don't do this um but he actually does do this a lot like all the time in our actual real personal lives so let's see can i get it <laughs> all right so we all see this y'all let us know if y'all think he can dance <laughs> the whack thing is the whack thing is i've been having issues um with the the playback i did a i did a playback the other day and it kept pausing so you can't really see his moves if it pauses a lot so i hope it doesn't pause a lot so let's see let me see should we go down here on the bottom let me see hold on I'm trying to see where to put me and you at okay all right y'all Let's let's see his skills. Let's see his skills. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Go. Get it. Get it. Get it. Go. Get it. Get it. Get it. Go, Kenzie. Go dance. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Go. Get it. Get it. Get it. Go. So that <laughs> is a debut of Ishan oh, Burgundy. Now, oh, y'all, y'all were with us earlier on. And I know he talked about the story how somebody told him he couldn't dance, and for a very long time, I'm talking about years and years, he um, really was like he didn't want to dance because of that. Um, now we go out and he just start. He will just start dancing wherever we are, like in the store restaurants gas station pumping the gas like he would just start dancing but um For real. Yeah, For real. that's that's the husband how does it yeah. feel to watch you dance when you were so afraid to even dance in front of people to now like dance out you know in public and then show that on the podcast man i, I feel free you know what i'm saying like it, it, it used it was an issue it was i was terrified I was terrified of that, you know what I'm saying? And especially because I, I wanted to just maintain my image, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want people, I want people for all of this time, you know, especially, well, I guess since 2009, when I really started rapping uh, from the perspective that I rap now, where I'm, I'm sharing truths um, that I believe the most high has shown me in his word. And a lot of times I, I, I focused my, uh, my attention to the streets, people that, that come from the environment that I came from growing up. And so I feel like I, I felt like I had to be, you know, serious, um, and very firm, um, and the things that I said. So playing around, joking, you know, yeah. In, in music videos or, 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 you know, on social media, it wasn't, it, it was never something that I, that, that I, I wanted to do because I didn't want to be taken for a joke. I wanted people to take what I said as being serious. And I really didn't know how to have the two, the two things coexist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that now you can be silly and you can be fun as well, but yeah. I mean, and and I, I lived it in real life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm silly and firm. But I guess you know your image, like you said, it was an image that you thought you would, uh, you I know, maintain, keep up. Yeah. yeah. A facade. But I'm glad that you're able to just be yourself. Like my husband yeah. is one of the most, like he really is like a comedian. He always making a joke. Like I literally have to sometimes be like, husband, can we can we be serious for a minute? Because I need to like. <laughs> You know, like he's constantly joking. People online would never know that because they think he's so like firm and hard and this and that. And he's really not like that. Um, you know, a lot of what he like he says, what he produces and puts out online is like that. But in actual real life, he's not like that. 
but let's see what a few people said. Angie Barnes say, hey. Doll Yahoo, Yashara says, that's what's up. <laughs> Jay, Jay Nicole got the, the crying faces. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all can see what y'all want. It ain't going to hurt my feelings, for real. Be honest, because it ain't going to hurt my feelings. Yannick Jacqueline say, okay. <laughs> Cassiopeia said, hey, get it. He can dance. Kadaj Mike said, that's the one spot on spot good dad dance. I'm on that. I can dig it. <laughs> good dad there dance. There it is. There it is. Bo Arrow says, swift with it. <laughs> Femi Ifatha says, oh, Ishan got moves. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Rady Pell says, turn out. Paul Ray says, laugh out loud. Ishan smooth with it. <laughs> All right, so um, we just thought that was just off the spot. We didn't plan it. That's why I didn't even have the video ready. But we just yeah. wanted to share a transparent moment with y'all. You know, Transparency, the, the podcast is where we're just very transparent about our life, our struggles, our ups, our downs, our highs, our lows, our marriage, our family. Like, we're very transparent about that. So we figured we would share that. But when it comes to it's all in your head, um, uh, since we can get ready to wrap it up, I'm thinking um, it's time to offer people a takeaway. And you can share your takeaway. But for me, I think the takeaway is that no matter what someone's told you, we still need to process whether that's true for us. Um, we can have things passed down generationally. We can have lies. We can have um, traditions. Like the scripture talks about traditions of men getting in the way of what the truth is. We can have these traditions, these belief systems. My grandmother, my mother, my auntie, my family. This is how we always do it. I've been in positions where I was brought in as a new leader to manage a certain team. And then the people, we always do it this way. We always yeah. do it. And, and some people believe just because it's always been done that way, that that's the way that the most high would have it has to be. To it. Just yeah. because something has always been that way, just because this is what we've always been taught about marriage, about life, about Yah, about scripture, about family, about marriage, about men, about women, does not mean that it's actually truth. And so how we behave, the abundance of the heart, you know, whatever is in your heart, oftentimes starts in your mind first. You know what I mean? Like you think a thought and it turns into some kind of emotion and then it comes out in our behaviors. So everything that we're dealing with is in our head. Everything we want to correct starts in our head. Like it's in the mind. That's why the most high is like, yo, renew your mind. And he don't say renew it once a year. Do you a, a yearly retreat? Do you a six, six year retreat every six months? He say what? daily that's not even once a day that's like there's multiple times in a day that we might have to renew our mind something happens like tomorrow we're doing um part two of the true tribe challenge on offense you can be offended and not not even be expecting it in that day and have to hurry up and renew your mind on what that person just did to you you can be watching a video on youtube and somebody says something that offends your belief or where you stand you can read a comment somebody can send you an email you can get a phone call you can get a text and you just going through your day chilling and then boom, now you got to rewire and reshape and renew your mind so that you don't start to mess with the fruits of the Ruach inside of you. And now you got some bad or rotten fruit because you didn't renew your mind and deal with that thing. You didn't process it. So for me, I think the takeaway is for us to understand that everything starts in here. It starts right in here first, whether we want to correct it or whether we're having problems in our life and in relationships. Um, even that, how I talked about, you can get a text, you can get a call, you get it up. You got toxic people in your life. You're going to constantly have to be renewing your mind at a rate that you normally wouldn't if these toxic people were not in your life. That's why it's really important to guard our hearts by making sure that we're being cautious of the people who are in our life. Cause if somebody is constantly putting us in the position where we got to, we, we get pushed off and then we got to recorrect, recalibrate, recalibrate. Like if you did that to your computer, if you did that to your car, you're over processing it. And so some of us, we over process ourselves just because of the relationships that we're in or the activities or the, the jobs that we choose or whatever. So um, it all starts here. So that's my takeaway. Mm, mm, very good takeaway. Very good takeaway. Um, and I think my, my takeaway aligns with it as well. Just, um,
the mind is somebody said this before too like don't your mind do the is like a, don't don't what? do the commercial from back in the day what's that your the mind is, is a terrible thing was that commercial is, was that nbc yeah. something back in the day i forget what this is your brain on drugs this Friday. is your brain this is your brain on drugs brain on drugs um <laughs> But your, your mind is literally like uh, a garden <clears throat> and the things you plant in it, they're going to take root and they're going to grow. And that's just going to happen whether you want it to or not. And so that's why Yah is telling us in his word to renew our minds daily, because his word is literally the soil and the seed and the foundation that we need in order to grow the fruits of the spirit, in order to behave like the way he says we need to behave um, um, to be the way we need to be is, you know, according to his word, like I said, the fruit of the spirit. And so the fruit of the spirit grows in the mind that is stayed on Yah, his word. And we really have to be careful of the things we allow people to say to us that we accept, you know? And I wanna challenge everybody out there that's listening, like, Think about some of the things, some of the narratives that you've been given about your life, things that have happened in your life. Think about some of them things and think about them truthfully, because just because, it, you know, you've been given a narrative about something doesn't mean that's that's the truth and doesn't mean that's what you have to keep. You know, you can find freedom and really getting down to what something truly was, as opposed to just accepting how it's always been or how you've always uh, thought about it. Um, when, when you, uh, when you take a thought and you process it and you get down to what it really is, it doesn't matter what is, it doesn't matter what is covered in. It's like taking a garment of clothing that has stains all over it and you wash it and you get down to the true garment. You know, and so that's how things are in our lives. You know, we'll have thoughts or we'll have things that have happened and they may be stained with a whole bunch of, you know, nonsense. What people thought, what people said, what you thought, what people, it just, it, it can be covered with things. But when you wash it through the word or just, 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 just purify, like think about what really happened um, soberly, you get down to that pure garment and see that thing for what it really was. And it can be, it can help free you from some things, you know, or it can help uh, validate some things for you. It can help solidify some things for you. So don't be afraid. Don't be scared of that. The last thing I'll say in regards to um, what my wife just said, it's a story or uh, um, an analogy that I use uh, a lot of times when I, when, when I talk to people about renewing their mind daily and why it's important. And that, that uh, analogy is, when you go wash your car, let's say you get a car wash every week and you go wash your car. When you, your car would be pristine. It'd be clean. It's, it's, it's right when, you, when you're driving out of that car wash. Um, waxed, everything is, is, is just right. Um, but there is a, 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 by the time you get home from that car wash, there's a thin layer of dust that's on your car that you can't see. Um, and each day, that you don't wash your car, that dust gets thicker and thicker and thicker. And though you can't see it, it could be, you know, three days after you got the car washed and your car still look good. But that doesn't mean there's there's not dust accumulating on that car, on those wheels. You know what I'm saying? And so by you, by the time you get to the end of the week, you're like, man, I got to get this car washed again because now the dirt that was on there still, you know, from when you first left the car wash is on there. Now it has more dust on it, more dirt on it. Now you got to get it washed. Same thing happens in our minds. You know, a thought will be planted in there and it's unnoticeable. You don't even know it's there, but yet it's sitting there and, you know, you don't wash your mind out the next day. That thought, you know, another thought might accumulate and get on it. Now, might, it will because of the, the music we listen to, um, uh, stuff we see on television, conversations we entertain, things we overhear, you know, they plant seeds in our head. And so if you don't wash it and don't clean your mind, these things will accumulate by the end of the week. You know, you don't, you don't want to read the word no more. 
<laughs> I'm saying, I don't feel like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. You just keep avoiding and avoiding and avoiding it. Now these things that you've allowed to grow in the garden of your mind, these things take precedence over what's true. And now you find yourself thinking about things that aren't necessarily pure, thinking about things that aren't right, entertaining things that are that are not of Yah, not holy, not righteous. You know what I'm saying? So this is why Yahuwah just tells us like, nah, make sure you're doing that every single day. You're cleaning your mind because if not, something um, that's unlike Yah, something of the world will attach itself to you and will lead you astray eventually. You know what I mean? So, so just be mindful. But, you know, it's all in your head. This is, this is the place where um, this is the place where you're going to do battle. This is the place where you're going, you have to preserve and keep and protect. It's all in your head. The head, man, everything come through the head for the whole body. Everything come through the head. So. And just to add too, for, to what my husband is saying, oftentimes we think that these things that we need to be washed from is just sin. And um, that is incredibly important. But I also want to talk to some people because some people, they don't necessarily struggle with being in perpetual sin. Some people struggle with constantly feeling depressed and mm. ashamed and feeling guilt. Good point. We have Good to point. Wash of that as well. Like if there are people in our lives that constantly provoke us to it's 10 o'clock to sin by having offense. And then we feel depression because we're offended with what they did. That's why scripture talks about parents don't provoke your children. And that's not just for parents though. Like no one should be provoking another person to sin. And that sin could just be, you did something because of what you said. Now I have an offense in my heart. Now I'm sinning. Now I'm in mm. sin because you keep provoking me mm. to be offended. So some people you got to put some distance so that you can stop feeling the offense because that can turn into such rotten fruit which is what we're talking about on true trap challenge make sure you check out part one over on my channel our Harrison channel um true trap challenge on offended part one and part two we're going to do the update tomorrow um but so it's not just the sin of like you know maybe i'm fornicating or you know you stealing stuff or you a murderer you know i hope not on this channel or whatever you're doing um some people you can't even murder people outside of cold blood it could just be with your mouth you know like yahusha said if you even look at a woman with lust you don't slut with her like what do you so mean if you hate like, your brother if you hate your brothers you, you're like a murderer right. right so you're in you're in sin so some of these sins that we think are bloody and gory and you know could just be offense that turn into rotten fruit could just mm. be a look could just be whatever and so we have to set up the mo the scripture talks about guarding our heart. And I'm constantly talking about that on my channel and trying to encourage people to guard their hearts because we believe and we've been taught we can hang about around anybody and anything because that's love and think that we'll be like my husband talked about how your mind being a garden, thinking, thinking our mind is a beautiful garden, is a watered, nourished garden. No, it's all brown weeds broke. It's dying. It's death in your garden. You know what I'm saying? So we want to be conscious of making sure that we're setting appropriate boundaries with people who are going to cause the garden in our mind to turn into death. There is no fruit being produced in that garden. It is dying. It is death. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just want to encourage people with that, too, who uh, deal with that and even have guilt feeling like I got to set a boundary with this person. Because all you do is provoke me to death, into sin, into guilt, into shame, into sorrow. And they, yeah. they, they feel bad that they're having to do that. They're like, I'm wrong. I must be in sin because I'm having to do that. No, scripture says to guard your heart. If somebody's going to keep penetrating and invading your heart and your mind with toxic, poisonous, demonic, dark thoughts, ideas, um, images... <clears throat> Uh, gaslighting you, causing you and, to believe and, things that are not true. Good. Yeah, no, agree. And let me just add this too. Remember, these dark, toxic, these things are normal. These things have become so, so regular in society and family that they're normal. So that so something toxic something dark, something, you know, poisonous to your spirit 
it could be something simple that you are just used to and you don't well, that's what what's wrong with that yeah that's why you gotta that's why you gotta line up everything that you're thinking look around your surroundings make sure everything matches up with Yah's word that's the standard not how normalcy or you know not not, not how normal something is or how you know this is it's always been this way tradition you know it's <laughs> tradition it's always been this way but that doesn't mean it's not toxic it doesn't right. mean it's not uh 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 you know evil or wicked you know so yeah i just want to oh, add yeah. that we just wanted to add that y'all see my shirt says professional overthinker because i help people think over their thoughts as a mind mindset coach so i love to also always give y'all resources when we do podcasts like this and you're like well dang y'all said a lot and I've, i'm thankful for that but i don't know how to do that on my own and i don't know you know where to go to get help with that you know some people would do a google search and they'll find somebody and they'll start counseling or whatever today other people they like oh, i'm not comfortable with that so if you look in the description i just added it because i just it just came to my mind that i should add this and so if you refresh the page it will be there it probably wasn't there before the mind over matter workbook um that i created it helps you get your thoughts into perspective and if you have trouble doing that workbook um visit zarahearson.com slash help me there are a list of resources for ways that i can work with you to help you complete that because some people do it on their own and they're like they're like this was a blessing to my life thank you and some people need help they need because they they've been so um deceived they've been believing a lie for so long they don't even see it as a lie and so when we start working through some of their thoughts i can help them see well this is a lie and they're like well how and then i can show them and then they're like whoa Mm -hmm. oh i never yeah. saw that and that's what yeah. we mean by tradition being passed down us adopting beliefs and thinking certain ways and believing that is truth because traditionally this is what i was taught to believe and then you see how is this affecting your life how is this bringing you closer to yah where fruit is producing from this thought we don't even sit and process that often so we don't even see the effects of thinking this way we just think i've always thought this way my mother always thought this way my father my grandmother my aunties my cousin so what do you mean okay let's sit and let's see how this thought is uh affecting your life what is it doing where is it taking you and then when you lay it out and you can see what it's doing and you size it up next to what the word says about what you're thinking you like oh snap that was a lie that was a whole lie. Kind of matter workbook helps you do that. So if you look in the link, it says resource, and you can click on that, and it can help you. Yes. All right, y'all. So that is episode forty of "It's All in Your Head: Transparency" the podcast. And unless you have any last words, we'll see y'all next time. Do you have any last words? If there is a next time. Oh gosh! All right, y'all. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Transparency the Podcast on Instagram. At Transparency the Podcast. We'll talk to y'all next time. If there is a next time. Oh my gosh.